0: All right, three, two, one, boom. I wish I could put my fist through this whole
1: lousy, beautiful town.
0: Hello, and welcome to Lousy Beautiful Town. The podcast where grown women like to sled and sleep with stuffed animals and also scream about Star Wars and put our fist through things. I'm one of your hosts, Jess, and you're also joined by Abby. I'm joined also by Abby. Hello. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was a really weird intro. I don't know what's going on.
0: How many people are joined by me? <laughs> it's just us. It's oh, okay, just good. Us tonight. And the stuffies and the sleds. Yes. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Okay, bye. Good episode. (laughs) If you're a patron, (laughs) you can find us on Twitter. (laughs) Oh, Lord. What are we talking about today? Project Luminous, because that's all the... All the rage. (laughs) um, (laughs) No. So, I was thinking this was going to be something different. I'm kind of glad it's not, though, because... It reminds me of, where did all of the outline (laughs) letters go? (laughs) Since my chest doesn't write the notes. (laughs) What the fuck? Okay, whatever. I don't know where they went. So anyway, um, it reminds me, and I think that their whole purpose was to try to make it like the EU publishing universe. So that's kind of exciting, like, as a book fan. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. But I was hoping it was more tied into other types of media. But it's fine. I wasn't it was really very... expecting it to be more than that. To be yeah. So I was like, whatever. It was it just was very I just want to know why, what they were going to talk about. Underwhelming, yeah. I no. Like
1: well, I'll that and, like, too. overwhelming with the amount of information that they threw at at one time.
0: Mm. Yeah. Well, also, the way they did it in panel form, yeah, which I get, like, for journalists and stuff like that, is, like, press release-like, mm-hmm. or press whatever, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, but, like, when I was trying to go through and look up all the, in, all the information, like, that was given in that panel, like, the names of the books, who's writing them, the publishers, like, what they're going to be about, who the character, like, some of the character names, like, things mm-hmm. like that. I had to go to, uh, most of what I got was from Amy Ratcliffe's Twitter thread from the (laughs) panel. So thank you, Amy Ratcliffe, so much, my dear friend, (laughs) for having a very thorough uh, tweet thread (laughs) on what was announced at the panel. (laughs) Um, So between her and um, Star Wars Explained, I like kind of Mm -hmm. gathered all of the like, the cover art the concept art and the titles and everything all the information yeah. that we that we got from that panel so but if you just go and search like on StarWars.com it's like two articles yep.
1: <laughs> it doesn't have everything so but it's also okay so like
0: hmm
1: it's a lot of content mm-hmm. which I think is why I got overwhelmed Is there's so much content but yeah. they've been teasing this since April in celebration yeah. and it's not that exciting
0: <laughs> No, it's not. It's like, okay. Um well, it sounds nice. The way they teased it made it sound like it was gonna be way bigger than it is. I don't know, yes. maybe it'll turn into something bigger. It um, could. Maybe it'll eventually stand extend outside of publishing, but I want this I want this to be like
1: amazing. I want to be able to like read these books and be like, Holy shit, like I'm so glad Star Wars did this. But just the way it was like overhyped for almost a year for
0: yeah. this. <laughs> meh. <laughs> I know. Whatever. I'm still excited. Like, I want to yes. read these things, and I'm excited about the stories. Especially, And I'm excited about the authors that are yes. doing this first phase. Let's talk about what it is so that we can, like, if people are, like, over- also overwhelmed, we can break it yep. down a little bit and break it down for you, too. So, essentially, Project Luminous is a compilation of adult, young adult novels children's books, and comics, and multiple publishers are going to be involved. So the first phase is going to have Disney Disney Lucasfilm Press, which I believe they do the middle grade and the YA, some of the YA. Um, Del Rey, which does the adult novels, IDW Publishing that does some of the comics, and then Marvel Comics, obviously. Mm Mm-hmm. Because Disney. There's going to be other publishers involved, which I'm not familiar of any of these except for Insight. And I think Insight is a comics publisher, if I'm not mistaken. So Titan, mm-hmm. Viz, Abrams, DK, Insight, Editions, and B&M are also going to be involved at some point. Or they already are. I don't know. <laughs> That's just what Amy said, so I'm going with it. Yeah. <laughs> And the time frame of these stories is going to take place 200 years before The Phantom Menace, and this is during the era of what they're calling the High Republic. This is like Mm -hmm. at the peak of the Jedi's power, and it's based off of the quote from Obi-Wan in A New Hope that said, For a thousand generations, the Jedi Knights were guardians of peace and justice in the Old Republic. And the, uh, the way Amy described it was... Like it, they're going to be essentially like kind of like knights of the round table. It's going to be very like Arthurian type, oh. or at least some of it is going to be Arthurian type of thing. Where there's strange women lying in ponds handing out swords as a basis of government. And there's incest and like mm-hmm. stealing of of partners. And yeah, it's going to be great. It's mm. going to be real, real racy. Mm. <laughs> a holy grail. grail, racy Jedi. Um, the other thing it's based. Sorry, I'm burping really bad between. Okay. Could be whiskey and white cloth. i um, proud of you. Not together, not mixed, separate. But yeah, anyway, that'd be gross. Vinegar? What?
1: I said that would be gross. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you you but you know what? Vinegar. You can find out more about what kind of alcohol we like to drink if you subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we did a whole episode on fast food and alcohol preferences. So <laughs> if you want to join in the fun and hear us talk about that and just be dumb. Uh, no, we're not dumb. Have us be smart sounding and amazing and cultured. Yeah. Talk yeah. about Arby's and Pratilla. Malort.
1: <laughs> Malort.
0: <laughs> and Yingling. <laughs> and Yingling, yes. Um, but yeah, join our, join our Patreon. P- 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 Patreon. Patreon. I-, I cannot do this. <laughs> Patreon. Pietion, um, Pietion. It's Pietion. Um The other thing that this this kind of breadth of storytelling is based off of something from Kathleen Kennedy. I guess it's a quote from her that said that she said, "What scares the Jedi?" Um, Bees, <laughs> bears, Lana. <laughs> um, <laughs> I miss Archer. I need to start watching that again. I like stop watching it. I need to get back into it. So good. Um, <laughs> Uh, which is, a, I feel like it's a very interesting question, because I don't feel like I know the answer to that. Uh,
1: I feel
0: like for, for some of the Jedi, it's the Sith taking over, obviously, or... The,
1: the holy, holy matrimony. That's what scares them.
0: <laughs> Sex. <laughs> <laughs> Offspring. <laughs> they are also
1: um, scared of monotone music or like monotone sounds that get louder as you listen to it what that's like a real fear okay whatever it's like anxiety inducing it was a funny joke I- jess i don't understand <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, the only thing they're that scared of taxes of is like What's the name? I don't know what the c- name of it is, and I'm not going to Google it because every time I Google it, it shows me pictures of it, and then I want to die. Um, it's when there's like lots of holes. <gasps> yes. Ugh. In things. Uh huh. I hate it. Like a lotus root
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. thing. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. Or like um, like, like I want- beehives. Can't do it.
0: Yeah, beehives for some reason doesn't bother me as much, but like the lotus root shit, I can't deal with that. Mm-mm. Oh my god. Ugh. <laughs> Okay, I can't talk about that anymore. Anyway. Nope, nope. <laughs> Um, If you know what I'm talking about, don't tweet at us. Don't fucking no. post pictures. I will block you from the pod account yeah, and from we my account. Yeah, will legit block you. <laughs> I'm not kidding. We'll fucking block not you. Not kidding. I'm laughing, but I'm not kidding. <laughs> cannot. I will die. Literally. Um, so some of the stories, it sounds like the high republic is expanding its borders and so Mm. some of the stories are going to be dealing with threats on the borders and it's going to be like a frontier style storytelling like wild west type of thing um and i read this and i was like hmm i wonder Mm -hmm. if this is going to portray the republic as like a colonizing force which is what it Mm -hmm. kind of seems to end as Mm -hmm. in a way by the end of by the time the clone wars comes around Or 200 years before was maybe there a time when their purposes and intents were more respectful of autonomy for the indigenous communities and maybe they just got lost along the way. So I'm curious to see where they go with this.
1: You know whose fault it is? Hmm.
0: Yoda's. Oh, my God. By the way, everybody was like predicting like what's Project Luminous going to be? And I was like Yoda's coming back. And I was right. I hate you.
1: (laughs) Everybody was was tweeting at me about the fact that it only takes two hundred takes place 200 years before Phantom Menace. And they're like, that means Yoda's gonna be back. And I'm like, shut
0: the fuck up. That means my foot's gonna be up your ass. But it also doesn't mean he's gonna be Grandmaster ne- necessarily.
1: Yeah, but he exists. That's the problem, Jess.
0: Yeah, but what if he gets like a, a dressing down from the actual Grandmaster? <gasps> I bet that'll make you real happy.
1: Yes, that will. What if the actual Grandmaster <laughs> is an
0: Ewok? What is the actual Grandmaster? who i mean who An ewok that? no yeah are you guys gotta do this to me man i you wh- and wh- dinner. D- d- <laughs> i didn't do anything you i ultimately admitted- spoke yoda into the universe look i didn't do that either don't put this on me <laughs> oh my god <laughs> this was already in in plan in april of last year
1: <laughs> this is your fault
0: Anyway, the (laughs) first phase of these books and comics will debut at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim in August of 2020, and I believe, I wrote it down somewhere, I think Charles Sewell's novel is going to start us off? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I wrote it down somewhere, I can't find it. Um, So phase one is going to have a YA novel, Into the Dark, by Claudia Gray, that's from Disney Lucasfilm Press. Um, a Test of Courage by Justina Ireland. That's a middle grade novel, also Disney Lucasfilm Press. The High Republic Adventures by, uh, I, I don't know his real name now, Daniel Jose Older. <laughs> I was <always laughs> just called <him> DJO. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Daniel Jose Older. Um, and this is a comic series, an all ages comic series by IDW. And then there's going to be a Marvel series called Star Wars The High Republic uh, by Kevin Scott. And that's obviously Marvel Comics. Um, the, uh, the artists were not announced at this, so I'm assuming mm. they don't have that locked down or something. I don't know. Because mm-hmm. that's shitty if they didn't announce the artists and they're actually yeah. already locked down. Um, and they didn't show any, like, comics art. They just showed concept yeah. art. So, And then the la- the first novel that is supposedly going to start us off is Light of the Jedi by Charles Sewell, and that's the adult novel by Del or published by Del Rey. Mm-hmm. So, hey, Tom, if you're listening... <laughs> send us an art copy yay Um, so they had concept art done by Phil Noto and Ian McKaig which was controversial in some some spaces (laughs) so I posted these in our notes so that we could have easy access to them
1: Wait, explain why controversial I am a dumb
0: so me and Meg were kind of talking about this Meg from um, Pod. Mm-hmm. because for the most part in almost all of the concept art there's like a white person that's like uh, featured in yeah. the front or like in the you know uh more prominent space yes and it's either a white I, dude or a white woman
1: i thought you meant like the uh concept artists themselves are
0: oh no no no, no. i was like wait <laughs> what do they do <laughs> You but know, yes, for, yes. As far as I know, is... these concept artists are beloved by Star Wars fans. So, okay. Phew. Whatever.
1: Um, but yes, these these covers and stuff, yes, very problematic.
0: Mm-hmm. So one of, I think the the first two, one of them is like where all the Jedi are holding their lightsabers up mm-hmm. like in the air. And it's kind of like a, it's not a, a book cover or anything like that. Just says Star Wars, The High Republic. And there's, I don't know if it's a white dude. He could be a light-skinned brown dude mm-hmm. <laughs> in the very front. Holding his lightsaber up there. I think there's a woman of color next to him. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of aliens. There's a blonde person. <laughs> Two blonde people, it looks like. <gasps> the blondes are finally getting represented. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I need to dye my hair blonde again. No, Yay. Thank you. So that's a thing. And then the other one of the other concepts, arts that I could find, the arts, whatever, <laughs> <laughs> is the one where there's like the Republic I think it's the old Republic symbol no Mm. because it's like a firebird symbol so I don't know what it is so anyway it's like that this firebird symbol that has like it's not the Republic the the uh rebellion symbol but it's similar so maybe this is the high Republic symbol (laughs) um and it's a bunch of Jedi standing in a line and the person right in the middle it's just a symbol of the Jedi Order oh is it yeah okay I felt like I saw it on like Star Wars Old Republic or something like that but maybe I've seen uh, it somewhere maybe I saw it in a Jedi order situation whatever it doesn't <laughs> <fucking> matter <laughs> anyway it doesn't matter we know nothing about Star Wars um mm. the person in the like forefront of this art is a blonde dude or yeah. maybe it's a blonde woman yeah the jawline looks dudeish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but there's a lot of aliens, which and I, there's like a brown dude, too. I don't see. Is that a, a next? What the fuck? There's a fucking wolf head. What is this? Hold on. I need to <laughs> enlarge this. Oh, yeah. There's a day me wolf. In me. Why is that random wolf head just sitting there? Is she riding a wolf? I hate it. Or is her pelvis a wolf? Like, <laughs> what is this? And then I can't tell what the ethnicity of the girl next to her is because her face is like eliminated by her white lightsaber. So I don't know. She could be brown or she could be an alien. I don't know. She looks like a brown woman that's next to the second from the left with the wolf head pelvis. (laughs)
1: It's no, but it's like a Um, Dave
0: Filoni wolf and I'm upset. It legit is. It's like a loth wolf. It's gross. Throw it away. So I don't know. That's kind of disappointing. It's like I like that there's aliens. I kind of missed have missed that in the Mm -hmm. sequel trilogy. Like, I really do like having aliens. It just looks cool and it's like interesting, but you can't have aliens in lieu of people of color. Right. (laughs) Especially women of color. (laughs) Right. You just can't. Um, But, so the, the, the the, 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 I don't know if it's a dude or a lady on the far right looks like they're holding something that looks like the Darksaber?
1: Yeah, I was thinking the same thing and then I also thought it kind of looked like a fishing pole. Um, (laughs) Like their hilt, but then I realized the hilt was way too long and ornate to be the dark saber. Yeah, it but, looks really cool. The hilt looks really yeah. cool, and also like a fishing pole.
0: Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I <laughs> see the little like wheelie thing. Yeah, <laughs> spool thing. I don't know. What it's called. <laughs> Why are there two Zabracks, like I don't know. Twin Jedi that have to. There, that hilt is real cool too. It looks like a bone or like a horn at the bottom. Oh, it looks real cool. Bones, bone bones. And uh-huh. then we have a Trandoshian Jedi, which I was really excited about. I really like Trandoshians, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a Twi'lek. Mhm. I don't know what the alien on the right hand side of the white dude with the headband or the white lady with the headband. I thought that was just that a an really alien pale or is person. That a human?
1: That's me after
0: emerging from my cave. That's you after you do like a Obi Wan style art from the Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> you go and pretend to be a bounty hunter and shave your head and uh-huh. freak the freak Jacqueline the fuck out. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> I just show up to jacqueline's so I was uh, like, "Hello." It means- oh, it's also it's it's Jacqueline's birthday, the day that we're recording this. So, happy Yay! birthday, Jacqueline! Happy thank birthday, you for um, being our friend and also for the amazing
0: content that you've given us. <laughs> yes, thank you.
1: He's a good reminder that Ray has a big fat dick.
0: Yes, yes, she does. We're gonna talk about Ray later. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, the third piece of concept art that I put in our notes is one, two, three, four aliens. Could be a tan white man with a beard, or he could be a brown man, uncertain. Mm-hmm. And then a woman who I'm not. Sh- she her race is ambiguous, but she's mm-hmm. could be white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very like all all the concept art is like the I don't know, it's very the colors are very like gold and, and light and there's not a lot of like they all look the same. Yeah. Everybody looks very different, which is cool and nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um there's individuals in the Jedi Order? imagine <laughs> that. Aww. Um so Let's go over some of the covers, because I think they're, most of them are on here. So the Charles Soule cover is a white blonde woman in the mm-hmm. front, a brown man, a Wookiee, and a toilet. hmm And the Wookiee is a poncho. He does. They all have ponchos. Well, ponchos know, are capes that go m- all the more, way around. It is,
1: <laughs> it is more important <laughs> that the Wookiee is wearing a poncho, because he is cuter in the poncho. But,
0: why does he need a poncho? I because it's fashion. Okay, I understand. Um, I do like their circlets that they're wearing, like around their heads. Mm-hmm. Those look really mm-hmm. cool. Those are those feel very like high republic style, yeah. even though yeah. I don't know what that means.
1: <laughs> no, but it's like very it is very knights of the round table, like yeah. high middle ages
0: kinda stuff. Yeah. So um, I saw 1138 website friend Mike talking about how this cover looks very like medieval crusader, which made him a little uncomfortable. Mm. And I get that. Mm -hmm. What are are we trying to say about this era? So Mm. obviously we don't know the answer to that, but something to think about, I think, as we wait. Very Spanish inquisition.
1: Yeah. Nobody was expecting. (laughs) I have made three Monty Python references in this episode so far. No no no, I'm just saying I'm impressed with myself.
0: Oh (laughs) I thought you were like mad at me because I'm just laughing hard enough. No. (laughs) I'm trying (laughs) to keep on track, man. (laughs) Shut up. Fine, Um. next book next book. I'll take a drink every time you make a Monty Python re- reference. How's that?
1: Okay, so you gotta catch up. That's three.
0: One. Two.
1: Why are you drinking so long? Oh my god. Three.
0: I was taking... It's carbonated. It's hard to drink fast. Oh, uh, that's fair. Excuse me. Um. Now I'm burping. This is all your fault. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the Justina Ireland... Middle grade book is called A Test of Courage, and it's about a sixteen year old Jedi, and it looks like she's alien. She's green with purple hair. Mm -hmm. There's a white man in the background with a cape, with blonde white dude, and then there it looks like a some other humans down below, and then there is the droid from Maz Kanata's castle. I don't know if this is actually true. If that is actually the (laughs) droid from Maz Kanata's castle that was Mm. like helping report on. BB-8 being there to the Resistance, <laughs> like narking on BB-8, um, but it was like suggested that this droid like lived a life in the High Republic before going to Moscato's castle. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if that's a real thing, but I was seeing people talk about it. I don't know if that was actually from the panel. If people were just saying that on Twitter, um, mm-hmm. I didn't follow close enough, and I couldn't find it when I went back and looked. So I don't know. But I, I think that's kind of cool if that is <laughs> or her or. I think it's a her. Their origins are, mm. but yeah. Anyway, another white dude can't just have people of color doing their thing. Nope. It always has to be a white man or a white woman. Anyway. Yep. Um, the cover of the Mar the Marvel comic. These are the bad guys. They're called the Niles, spelled like Nile ism, like Nile, but Nile. Oh well, yeah yeah yeah. Um why do we have to have a twi'lek super like scantily clad again i don't know but they look super 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 like cyberpunk and badass which i kind of mm. like it's implied that the dude is a twi'lek too right i don't see his leku but i have no idea i don't know he's red she's green it's christmas mm-hmm. <laughs> <High> republic <laughs> High republic christmas the next cover I have is the DJO comic from IDW, um, Star Wars High Republic Adventures. The One of the main characters that Daniel was tweeting about on his personal Twitter, um, she is a brown lady and her name is Lula. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is the main character of his story, Yay. it seems like. And there's an alien dude with a ponytail and pointy ears who's kind of gray mm-hmm. next to her. And his name is Farzaza. Right, like for Zaza, for for Zara, I don't know. Anyway, Zaza. so she looks cool. She's a Jedi. Um, that's exciting oh, yeah. to have a brown woman. Yes, as a leading character. And then uh, Claudia Gray's novel Into the Dark. White dude front and center, and then mm-hmm. a brown, a brown woman. She looks Afro Latina to me, but she could be just black or mixed race, and she is not dressed as a Jedi. She's dressed as some kind of, like, she has, like, a jumpsuit on. I think she's Mm holding a thermodetonator or thermobomb thing. Right? Thermodetonator, yeah, you're right. Thermodetonator. I I need to enlarge this. I can't see. Sorry. (laughs) Enhance. There we go. Yeah, thermodetonator. I was like, wait, is that a bomb or is that something else? (laughs) Okay, there's a little red button thermodetonator. Anyway, so me and Meg were talking about how it's, like, disappointing. Like, there is one... of color jedi that we can see Mm -hmm. in all of this concept art that's like has a name at this point um because we don't know if like the other concept art characters are actually real characters or if it's just to like kind of like give them a look you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so we were kind of bummed like hey like women of color deserve to be jedi too (laughs) women of color deserve to fucking (laughs) exist right like I don't know there's just like a a lot of white people centered in these designs and these covers Mm -hmm. and it was just kind of disappointing because I feel like publishing usually does a really good job at like being diverse yeah I don't know it's I mean obviously it's to be seen but so far I'm not I'm skeptical I'll put it that way right and I like the costume designs like especially yeah. like the the Nihils like and then someone I can't remember I think it was uh Star Wars Explained they actually posted a photo of they they have different looks for the Jedi for their missions versus like temple garb and their temple garb is very formal and gold and white and very like yeah. bright and knightish. Mm-hmm. And then the um the mission looks are very like it looks like leather and it's more practical and it looks cool. I'm like, yeah. Jedi fashion, like, why aren't we doing this? Why hasn't this been a thing? <laughs> like, yeah, just make Padme the, the one character that's carrying the the fashion for the entire franchise. Come on. Right. The other thing that um, me and Meg were talking about is that there's no body diversity in any of these <laughs> characters. Everybody's <laughs> nope. slim and straight-sized. Yep. There doesn't seem to be any disabled characters, as far as we know. If they do, they have invisible disabilities, which is fine, but that better be explored. Mm-hmm. If that's the case. And it was not mentored, 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 mentioned in the panel. Underwhelming, like you
1: said. Yeah, I think, I think that's part of my problem is that it's such a good roster of authors that I'm really yeah. bummed that I'm really underwhelmed by the projects that were announced.
0: Yeah, like Justina Ireland is an amazing author. Djo is an amazing author. Claudia Mm -hmm. Gray, Charles Sewell, like, Kevin Scott. They're all amazing. Yeah. I like all of their work. Yeah. I should be more excited about this, shouldn't I? I agree. That's
1: how I feel, too. But maybe also, like, I'm fucking tired, man. I know, right? (laughs) And, like, my first first thought when I looked at this was, like, I'm going to have to spend so much money.
0: I don't know. I am happy that, like, I... I mean, y'all know we love books. We like reading. Mm-hmm. I'm excited that this is a book thing. The, the other thing I'm excited about is it seems to be its own thing. So it doesn't yeah. seem to be beholden to films or television at all. Yeah. Um, which I feel like has been the shortcoming of canon publishing since uh, TFA. Um, yeah. They can't, authors cannot stretch their wings and, I don't know, create these new characters that become really special to us and kind of take risks in storytelling if they have to stick to, like, a very specific timeline and they can't, like, reveal spoilers for, right. like, a film that's coming out. Right. Like, and, and their book is essentially being used as promotional material versus its own piece of art, which is shitty. Right. Like, True. that's really kind of short-changing your authors, if you think about right. it. And right. I really loved Resistance Reborn, but I felt like, Rebecca Roanhorse is an amazing writer, and she writes dark shit that's really complex and political, and, like, I didn't, I feel like if she had given been given free reign to write whatever the fuck she wanted, she would have been, like, that novel would have blown everybody out of, out of the park. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't feel like Resistance Reborn did that for me, if that makes sense. Right. And then Rise of Skywalker just went and, like, was like, I don't care. <laughs> Anything that was done in this right. So that kind of right. felt like a, like a fuck you to her as well. So I really hope that, like, they bring her back to write something else in Phase yeah. 2, possibly. Yeah. Um, Because I really feel like if they just let her do her thing and just give her parameters for plot and, like, you know, give her, like, some Easter eggs to throw in or whatever, just as fun stuff. Like, she... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Justina Ireland, too, like, she is... Like, she does, she writes really, really compelling characters, and I want to de- see her some do something other than middle grade. Like, I want to see her write, yeah. like, a YA or an adult novel for, for Star Wars 2. Yeah. Don't just give the white dudes and Claudia Gray all of the <laughs> adult novels and the YA right. stuff. Like, don't get me wrong, love Claudia Gray, love Alexander Freed, but come on, man. <laughs> like... Right. Um... So I don't know. I, I, I hope that that this this they truly do make it its own thing, and they don't try to like rein it in because of films that are coming out or TV shows or whatever. Um, if they you know if somebody wants to adopt it to film later, that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. but have it be like the traditional like, hey, a book came out. Now I want to adapt just this to film versus like we got to work together and we can't right. talk about things or write certain characters or certain plot points. Like that's annoying. And, and fans can see through that. We're not dumb. Oh, God. <laughs> like, yeah. we know what's happening.
1: <laughs> right.
0: So the story, it seems like, is going to start off in Charles Soule's novel. It's going to focus around legends of a space station like thing called the Starlight Beacon. Hmm. Which okay, hey. whatever. Uh, <laughs> and his story is going to kick off the world building for mm-hmm. all the other stories with something called a great disaster that's going to tie everybody in. And their villain, the villains, uh, for the most part, at least in DJO's comic, I don't know about other the other works are, are called, like I said, called the Nile, and they're mm-hmm. these, like, anarchistic marauders, which made, like, the word anarchy kind of made me excited, because I was like, wait, are these, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> are they just, like, communists in a capitalist world, and they're just called anarchists because they're communists, or mm-hmm. are they, you know what I mean, or, like, how, how are they going to paint them? So I got really excited, like, this has so much possibility. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, it bothers me that, you know, you would paint a communist as a villain. I mean, we still fucking do that yeah. because, because the United States, right. um, everyone's like anti-Cuba when Cuba is like light years ahead of us in terms of how it treats its citizens. Mm-hmm. Um, and I already talked about, that, I talked about that. Oh, Claudia Gray's protagonist is a Padawan that is sent to the frontier. So like the outer regions where the Republic is expanding and uh, it's implied that this Padawan is more interested in like reading about adventures than like participating in them which mm, I can mood. relate to that but if it's a That's dude a I'm mood. kind of annoyed <laughs> yeah big mood for sure like do I have to go outside? Right. Right.
1: do I have to interact <laughs> with people?
0: must I? must I? Um, I already talked about Lula oh so there was a trailer for this um, thing yeah, which I, I thought was really strange. I didn't watch it. Oops. Um there's some stuff in there that might be worth watching, but honestly it was just clips from like actual visual Star Wars content, but there was a few like clips of like the writing team and like Pablo and like some of the other story, story group whatever they do because i don't know what they do anymore. Um like in a room like discussing things. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, throwing ideas out, and they showed a picture of this drawing board, and everyone, like, took <laughs> pictures of it, took stills of it, because it's funny. It so is So, it's a white, it's like a, one of those, like, ter- big tear-off, like, post-it note sheet things that you can, that has an easel, it's like an easel, and the categories are fiction, Star Wars with a heart, and Star Wars wishes. Wishes. <laughs> yep. Um... I don't know why diversity is in fiction, but (laughs) whatever. (laughs) Feelings is also fiction, to be fair. Yeah. Surprise? Yeah, that's fine. Authentically lived in. That makes sense. Actual ending? Whoa, there's some shade there. (laughs) Yikes. (laughs) Uh, Relatable characters. Sweeping Sweeping epic. epic. Yeah. Um, The Star Wars stuff, not pro-war. That is the first thing on the list, which Mm -hmm. made me very happy. Yes. Droids, uh, as the second thing, which made Saf very happy. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Honestly, like, the droid situation has not been explored enough. Like, anti-war and droid shit needs to be explored because that has, that is super sci-fi shit that has connotations for, like, real world things, especially that are going on right now. We need to explore that in fiction, for sure. Especially in Star Wars. Um, Scope? So I guess they're trying to expand the scope or change the scope. Mythic. Star Wars has always always kind of been that. Mm-hmm. Space and lightsaber battles. We got enough of that, but yeah. more is fine, I guess. Eh. I don't like to read them. I just skim over them. Yeah. Um, no single main character. I'm assuming that's what's in parentheses. Mm-hmm. Which could be good or bad. Yeah. Depending on what's going on. So we'll see the star wars wishes high republic relic hunters hunters yeah which sounds interesting <laughs> university which also sounds interesting there's education in star wars what there's not just like a monk like fighting force star wars university <laughs> my favorite Dinosaurs. Uh, Daniel Jose Older totally put that on there because he yeah. loves dinosaurs. That's totally his contribution. I was laughing yeah. really hard when I saw that. Again, wishes, representation, and diversity. Uh. Mm, that should mm, that should be given, All right? Um, Arthurian legends. I feel like that's where the, like Knights of the Round Table shit's coming from. Yeah, rival houses. Uh. What? <laughs> very game of thrones it sounds like um what if we go to alderaan and there's like alderaan has like a bloody history or something like that they're With like a pacifist the house, all the royalty planet houses. they had to get to th- what they i mean what if that w- they weren't always like that so they satined it they satined alderaan
1: yeah because <laughs> that's how the mandalorians were and then she came and she's like no
0: everyone must be peaceful and white and the Empire took over except they didn't blow them up like they did Alderon mm. mm. who knows who knows rival houses of where we do not know and then Sith Empire is the bottom hmm bottom piece so yeah are there dinosaurs in Star Wars
1: uh that one guy looks like a dinosaur
0: the Trandoshan?
1: no um it is the guy who <sighs> what the hell is his name? But he's in Attack of the Clones and he like jumps up to try and kill Count Duke and then then, then, like gets killed immediately. Um,
0: Looks like a dinosaur. I don't know who you're talking about. (laughs) I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, Attack of the Clones. I'm gonna Google this. Attack of the Clones. Dino.
1: Coleman Trevor How do you spell that? L e m a n, and then space t r e b o r.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, I remember that he guy.
1: Looks like a dinosaur, but like he just like jumps up, and then gets immediately killed by Jango Fett. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I do remember that now. Now that I know what he looks like, I, know, I remember that. Um, oh, he
1: was part of the, he got a seat on the Jedi High Council after the death of Yariel Poof. Oh, yeah. no.
0: Wow. Anyway. Um, but he's a sentient species. So I'm talking about animals. Like dewbacks?
1: Yeah. They kind of look like dinosaurs. Like...
0: DJ Older loves dewbacks. Maybe that's why he loves them so much. Mm-hmm. Because they look like dinosaurs. This all makes sense. DJO, please come on our podcast. You're the only man that's allowed. Anyway, <laughs> no other men allowed. <laughs> no other men. So, I just, that honestly was the most entertaining part of all of this was this yes. like drawing board and seeing all the things that were on here. <laughs> Star Wars University. I'm very excited to see that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's Project Luminous. More to come, I guess. Hmm. It's February. We have till August. I'm sure there's going to be more announcements and cover yeah. art and shit like that coming out. I highly re- recommend following Daniel Jose Older on Twitter though, because he actually did post a lot about like his personal, like work in this, mm-hmm. and he's very excited about it. So if you want some of that contagious energy, it it he's the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the one. Um, so the Clone Wars is back. Yay! Did you watch it? I did. Were you excited?
1: I was I was very excited. I don't think I realized how excited so I watched it at work.
0: Oops. Oh god. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I watched You're it saying while, that on the
0: actual podcast, you not I just the Patreon. I watched it while <laughs>
1: I was eating lunch. I have a half an hour lunch. The episodes are 23 minutes long. Okay. So, it was fine. Perfect. Um, but I didn't realize I don't think I realized just how excited I was for it until the the music started playing again. And right. I was just like sitting in my office, like bouncing up and down in my chair, and I was like, <laughs> um But yeah, I mean, I'm excited that it's back. I'm excited for this arc to be over
0: <laughs> because I've already seen this episode. I have too, but I don't I don't remember anything that happens. So I was yeah. real like, oh yeah, this is great. <laughs>
1: I do, I mean, I do really get, like, seeing it done, and I really like the Bad Batch. Um, yeah. As characters and as an idea, but... Yeah. I'm excited, I'm excited. You like Ram- I just want my Rambo-, Ahsoka.
0: Rambo the clone? Yes, Rambo the clone. <laughs>
1: um, I just want Ahsoka back. That's all I want.
0: You know what? It was nice that we started off like, the relaunch of this season with a clone-centric episode, I think. I agree. Uh, Because that is, like, the heart of what The Clone Wars is about, ultimately. Like, yes, Ahsoka is the main character. Yes. Like, Anakin and Obi-Wan and Padme are heavily featured among other characters that we love and adore. But the clones are, like, the philosophical and, like, emotional... Heart of what's happening and mm-hmm. they are the ones that are like kind of victims of the situation. Yeah. Um. And we don't, we're not going to, you know, we'll have Jedi again, most likely. We'll mm-hmm. have politicians again, but we're probably not going to get never something like clones. the clones again, never again, yeah. you know, ever again. So it makes me happy that they were, that they actually yeah. did, you know, bring the Bad Batch to full rendering and and Mm -hmm. completion and they didn't just abandon that storyline um one thing i noticed um and me me and billy kind of yelled at this at the same time when we were watching it is that i can't remember the name of the admiral that like anakin went against before the admiral that's like the separatist admiral that's in this episode like the spider looking guy yeah the spider dude i can't remember his name but we thought he died right yeah um, well, he has a bunch of, like, weird prosthesis now, like, on one mm, whole side mm-hmm. of his body, and he actually looks really cool. <laughs> um, and I love it when Star Wars does that, when they just, like, not when they just bring people back without explanation, but <laughs> <laughs> huh? that happens a lot, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but when they, like... Something happens that, like, okay, like, yeah, we thought he died, whatever, but it was never confirmed. Like, we didn't see him, his body, like, cut in half or, like, mm-hmm. him throwing well, down it.
1: Well, even if you see your body cut in half, tis oh, yeah, but a scratch. <laughs> Did you drink?
0: Yes. Thank you. Um, But it's just interesting that, like... I don't know. I, I like it when they keep these villains mysterious sometimes. Like, yeah. he's just a bad dude. He's not supposed to be complicated. Now he just looks really cool, and he's, like, so badass, and he's so good at what he does, is that he somehow survived an exploding ship and is now back. Like, mm-hmm. And he's, you know, beating the shit out of them ag- once again. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of beating the shit out of them once again, <laughs> um... Rex suspects that they are using Echo (laughs) to like predict their battle plans, which is so fucking awful. Uh It made me so sad that he's alive. Echo's alive. When Rex pulled up the photo of Fives, Heavy, (gasps) and Echo and him, I was like, "Oh my god." they've lost so many. Bring back fives. Bring back fives. Oh, Dude. Him. And I was like, fuck you, Cody, like, not taking Rex yeah. seriously. Like, don't gaslight him into thinking he's just imagining things and is traumatized. Like, he knows his soldiers. Yeah. He knows his teammates. He knows his brothers. Yes. Dude, I was like, that serves you right. You get hurt, and you can't do anything now. Anyway. <laughs> I didn't say that, but now I oh did. not <laughs> But um, I can tell that we're gonna get a lot of feels. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> a lot yeah. Of feels. I had a lot of feels even in this short twenty minutes. I forgot how many feels that are possible in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. So here we are. Feelings. I know. So anyway, Clone Wars is back. We're happy. We're yep. super happy. Maybe um, we'll do like
1: a like an actual like full episode per arc
0: question mark or do we just want to talk about them as they come up i feel like i would rather talk about them as a whole mm, that's fair you know what i mean i don't know yeah. it's it's nice to just kind of i mean this is real brief it's like what ten yeah minutes, 10 like, minutes. yeah it's back and we're excited <laughs> and echo and cry and and whatever <laughs> like yep and but yeah i feel like maybe it, some maybe when it's all done we can do another clone wars episode
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure why not
0: where we sit down and talk about like the entire thing and yeah. really get into some nitty-gritty stuff. Yeah. Um me and Billy decided we're going to rewatch season 6. That's a good idea. Which has all the ho- all the difficult things in it. <laughs> um because I can't remember exactly like some of the political situations that are going on right now. Um yeah. I kind of do, but I kind of I, I can't I can't I can't remember, so I need to do that. Plus I'm interested to see like the how different the animation looks. I feel yeah. like it was a little different, but I, I didn't, I don't have anything, I haven't watched a Clone Wars episode in so long that I didn't really have anything to compare it to, like, right away, right. so. Right.
1: Um, I think it was, I think it was more polished. Like, it was, everything moved more fluidly, if you will. Yeah. Um, And you could tell, like, it was, like, slightly better than it used to be. Um, but I'm not an animation expert. I'd have to look at them side by side. Yeah.
0: The one thing that I really like about the Clone Wars is they do a lot of those film-esque shots. Yeah. Like, in animation. So yeah. they'll take, like, a, you know, for example, this is not something that's done in the Clone Wars, but I'm just using an example. Like, let's say, like, a J.J. Avery Room's, like, lens flare. Yeah. Scene. <laughs> shot. Yeah. They would put something like that in the Clone Wars. Like that is very film, like, looks like film, like something you would see on film. Um, And I can't remember if there was anything like that in this episode. Nothing stuck out to me Mm. that I'm thinking of now. Kind of like the big sweeping when they're coming
1: into the uh, Republic base. Oh, that's true. When the Bad Batch is, like, flying in. That and, like, so it starts off with, like, Here's what you miss on the Clone Wars. Blah 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 blah, blah 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 Um and then you get a shot
0: like Can you <laughs> please do that? When we do our intro from... <laughs> <laughs> from
1: now Here's what you missed on the Clone Wars, blah 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 The dead speak.
0: <laughs> the Dead, speak. <laughs> the
1: dead what... <laughs> the speak. Palpatine has a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Palpatine was on the Fortnite radio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who's the voice actor that does that? Is that um, um it's um, uh, oh, shit. The guy fuck. who does the Yoda voice too, right? Yep. All I could think
1: of was Admiral Yularen
0: because that's also <laughs> <he> voice. <laughs> yeah, he does the voice for him too. <laughs> Tom Tom Kane, can you please narrate all of the scrolling the Dad Speak War <laughs> Heroes on both sides?
1: Oh Jesus Christ.
0: Oh all right. Taxation, Taxation.
1: Fucking god, and that's what you missed on Glee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god, sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> I forgot what we we're talking about. Oh yeah,
1: after he's after he's done, <laughs> you get like an exterior shot that like goes in, like it's out, and then you kind of follow something into the. Ba- I don't know. It looks cinematic.
0: Yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. And he's like, "What will the Republic do next?" <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Hello. I... That's beautiful town. <laughs> Why don't you like my like so '40s newsman voice? <laughs> <laughs> what oh. do you even call that? Like, announce like, because that's very <laughs> iconic of like serialized. Yeah. television shows from a certain era I feel like what do you even call that what is that I called don't I don't know like the radio
1: someone,
0: man right someone, someone tell us what this is called
1: 40s radio transatlantic accent man <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh god alrighty <laughs> enough, enough about Tom Kane and the Clone Wars <laughs> here's what you missed on the Clone Wars <laughs> I have to say, that is one of my favorite impressions that you have done. <laughs> thank you! Oh my god, you finally on liked one of my impressions. I do enjoy your Palpatine. It kind of oh, creeps me you. out a little bit, but this was most excellent, it, and you. it was very unexpected. So thank
1: you for that. <laughs> you want to talk about
0: Ray? Oh... oh. Let's talk about the episode of Clone Wars where Rey goes sledding. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Previously on the Clone Wars, Rey went sledding. Reylo's were up in arms. <laughs>
0: <sighs> I'm sorry, but Rey is 19 years old. She's like 20 in uh, Rise of Skywalker because there's been a year. Like... Okay, I guess you're a grown woman. No, whatever. no, 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 no. You can be a grown woman <laughs> and experience little joys in life,
1: i.e. finding a fucking sled and sledding down a little slope. It's a fucking callback. It's cute. She's having fun. Just because she's not sucking Ben Solo's dick while she's doing it doesn't mean she's not happy.
0: hmm <laughs> Um, (laughs) so I tweeted something out about well you also tweeted out a picture of me sledding down some some, some sand which I thought was hilarious yeah Yeah. I tweeted out about how I still sleep with stuffed animals and I'm in my 30s so some of y'all are going to be appalled and I had someone reply to me and I ended up blocking this person because I just didn't want to deal with it I'm sorry if it's you um, but I was just annoyed at this. I was like, I I did not tweet this to have a conversation about it. I just tweeted it to be funny. Like we don't need to be serious. So mm. bye. Um, and I forget what they said exactly, but it was something around the lines of like, it it's um upsetting that she is sledding at the very end of Rise of Skywalker because it's like she is right back to where she started. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> Which I. It it's a the fucking energy.
1: hero's journey. The end of the hero's journey is the return home. You idiots. You all say you're fucking English majors and cinema majors <laughs> and you don't know goddamn dick.
0: <laughs> yeah, like if you've never read Tolkien, like the hobbits come home. <laughs> all of the hobbits, all of them come home. Like Bilbo, Frodo. Uh, what's his name? Marion, and Pippin and Sam. They all come home, and they all have to deal with what happens when they come home. <laughs> I, for- I forgot. I'm podcasting in the office, and I forgot I allowed Chris
1: in here. So long as he was quiet. Allowed. So <laughs> he just started. He fucking I'm laughed at me. <laughs> he started laughing at me when I started yelling about not knowing Dick all. I'm a dick. <laughs> 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 uh. no but like this is the thing this is, I am so fucking tired this has been an argument that at this point we're fucking done trying to be nice to people on this podcast this has been an argument that <laughs> <laughs> that Reylo's have been putting not all it, like all Reylo's except for Brooklyn have been putting <laughs> forward <laughs> since the fucking last Jedi that people are infantilizing Rey for existing because whatever whatever we're talking about, if it doesn't have to do with motherfucking Kylo Ren, she's a child. You're infantilizing her. She's a grown ass woman who can make a decision. And it's like, yeah,
0: shut the fuck up. Pretty sure she flew the Falcon there on her own accord. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't even want to. Not get with into the Kylo Ren's magical white. dick powers. Oh my god. <laughs> No, but like, okay, this, this happened. I I have have a question. Okay, go ahead. Is the Millennium Falcon fueled by jizz? (laughs) Fueled by what? (laughs) By semen. (laughs) Is that why they're upset?
1: (laughs) It's fine. It ends up being, you know what? It ends up being fine because Ray has a big fat dick.
0: It's Ray's semen. Oh my God. This is amazing. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's because why the between Falcon flies so much better. Han Solo so much better. and now
0: Ray, I don't know about Chewie. Maybe he was getting wild too. <laughs> we don't know. It just feels like there's a lot of like macho ness associated uh. with the Falcon and. But the maybe Falcon's- that's a threat to the- uh, Raylo philosophy, and that you know she should have been with this other you know masculine character, and the Falcon has fulfilled that for her with the dick, <laughs> with the- <laughs> with the uterus room in the left yeah, <laughs> the womb room, the womb room. <laughs> so that's maybe that is the real threat: is the Millennium Falcon? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Sorry. No, but
1: Continue with your
0: actually serious (laughs) point.
1: This always happens where it's like the last 30 minutes of the episode, like the alcohol really kicks in for us. Um, Yep. (laughs) So a while back, I tweeted about Rey closing the door on Kylo Ren in The Last Jedi and how powerful of a moment that was. Specifically... How powerful of a moment it was to me as someone who can relate uh, and how that made me feel feelings of like, you know, I am the own narrator of my story. Like I get to decide what happens in my life and blah, 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 and a prominent person. In uh, the community, sub fucking subtweeted at me and was saying I wasn't vandalizing Ray for relating her to my own personal experiences, which is what y'all fucking do with Kylo
0: Ren. What the fuck? <laughs> what do you want from me?
1: <laughs> but anyway.
0: So, basically, what my understanding is if. Ray's story does not ha- somehow, in some way, serve her relationship to Kylo Ren and Ben Solo, it's wrong.
1: Correct. Because they don't actually care about Ray. It's all Kylo Ren and Ben Solo.
0: Because I feel like, what if Ben Solo had lived and he had come back with her to bury his, you know, his family's legacy on Tatooine? Mm-hmm. Um, to honor Shmi, the matriarch of the Skywalker's, and to be there with you know his friend at the end or whatever. Yeah, I feel like she still would have fucking slid down the fucking sand. Yeah, <laughs> like, come on, this is like a part of Rey who takes she- joy in in small things like <laughs> that's water okay, but, but, and I green say, yeah. and and that's sledding. Part
1: of- That's part of the appeal about Rey is, yes, she's a grown-ass woman, but like she still has that sense of childlike wonder, despite all of the shitty things she's been through. She was dropped off on Jakku by her parents and given into the care of Unkar fucking Plot. And has to scavenge for herself until she's 19 years old and runs into Finn and still has to fend for herself and realizes that she's strong with the Force and has to deal with Kylo Ren. And she still is able to main this childlike sense of wonder with, like, sledding and seeing rain and there's – I never knew
0: there was so much green in the whole galaxy.
1: seeing children watch a
0: puppet show during a festival
1: seeing a festival and being so overwhelmed with how cool and fun it is like god just let her have fun
0: i think um and maybe you can speak to this more because you're the psychology person on this podcast (laughs) and i'm just a recipient of of trauma and (laughs) i am both (laughs) but i feel like so from what i understand from my own journey with childhood Mm -hmm. trauma Um, is that you get emotionally stuck in that space, especially when you've experienced trauma at a young age, and it depends on what it is, obviously, but if it's related to your parents, it seems like you get stuck in whatever age you experience that trauma in. You process emotions in a childlike way, um, or you just don't know how to process emotions at all because children tend to not know what to do with emotions. (laughs) Correct. um, And you're lucky if you're able to be able to have that curiosity and wonder and not live in fear and anxiety because your environment is so disrupted all the time. Um, And so it's actually like kind of miraculous that Ray is able to maintain her empathy and her childlike wonder and just a curiosity for the world when she was so adamant about not leaving Jakku in the first right. place and he, despite that like she's still just like enjoying being able to see the world right. uh, the world, the galaxy <laughs> <laughs> Jakku is the world yeah. um, and I feel like that is a very hopeful message for um, people with childhood for women, trauma. for people in general that have experienced childhood trauma that have a really hard time with tapping into that it's like yeah. it is possible for you to still access that as someone yeah. who's experienced that kind of trauma in your life and it's like i understand a lot of Raylos relate to ben's trauma but at the same time it's like ray's gone through shit too like she didn't have family people there that loved her unconditionally she had to fucking work for her food and that was un- that was not that was conditional. That wasn't even like hey you'll get right. food if you bring fo- if you bring shit to me. It's like oh, well, you might get food and you might not. Like right. that's so horrible for a child to have to deal with. Right. Um to have that insecurity, food insecurity. That's safety. neglect, y'all. <laughs> yeah, that's real neglect. And like that I just think of like I think of people that like I look up to that have, you know, they have, they're survivors of rape or sexual assault or incest or um, eating disorders and to mm-hmm. see them on the other side, it's like, wow, like that could be me someday. Like someday I will like have done enough work to, you know, I mean, obviously there's always work to be done, but have done enough right. work on myself to get to a place where I can talk about things and. And I don't feel like I'm going to relapse every other second, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or like fall into a huge depressive episode or just, you know, have anxiety all the time and need, you know, my, you know, backup Xanax in my pocket in every second of the day. Like, it's, there's hope that I can get to that point. And I feel like Ray is that for a lot of us, yeah, especially with childhood (laughs) trauma.
1: Because I mean, like, Ray has every fucking right to be like, fuck this world. Like
0: everything's bullshit. Fuck. You. She could be Han Solo. She could, she could be, Han. be very easily be Han Solo because they they have a very similar experience.
1: And I think that's also why like Han connects to her so much is like, huh, this this was me as a child, My but child. I lost
0: the yeah. the the childhood wonder. <laughs> My daughter, let me give you a gun. because yeah. <laughs> no one gave me a gun. <laughs> let me I had to kill you. the man who gave me job. a gun. <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, But obviously, like, Han, you know, as a character, like, he has that tough exterior, but he's a softy on the inside. He's he's a soft boy. Yeah. Like, he has that vulnerable side to him because of what he's experienced. But, like, she could have turned into Han and just been that, not been soft on the inside. (laughs) Yeah. But she's, I don't know, she just has joy. Yeah, that, and that is, why don't y'all? <laughs> I miss having joy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. I feel like I have it sometimes, but I really wish I could have it more. Um, yeah. And the fact that I'm not a Jedi Knight in a war torn galaxy that has to deal with my dead grandfather coming back <clears throat> from the dead, trying to kill me so he can inhabit my body and take over the galaxy again and then kill everyone i love. <laughs> you know, just normal stuff. It gives me a lot more space to have joy, but Ray has it despite all of that anyway, and that's very Rey. inspiring.
1: <laughs> like how do you see that as anything but powerful? I, that's what i that's what, what i'm struggling to understand is how do you see all of this as anything but powerful and inspiring and hopeful? Yeah. And in and, and the only conclusion i can come to is that they don't actually care about Ray. Yeah, outside don't. of her relationship to kylo ren
0: and i feel like it goes back to that weaponization of in this case white feminism yes because it's like well we're going to talk about the white woman in the story that we feel like didn't get her sh- her her due in the storytelling instead of looking at the deeper complexities of her character right and being like well who experiences things like this right. everybody maybe But for the most part, it's marginalized people that experience this more. (laughs) Right. Like, I don't know. I I really, at some point, especially since Ray's story seems to be wrapped up at this point, we said, that was said about Cassian, so I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) here we are with a Cassian show coming out too. Same with Obi-Wan. So Mm -hmm. maybe that'll change. But um, for the most part, it seems like Ray's story is wrapped up. I feel like I really want to do with you a deep dive on her character. Yeah. And talk about that, like, psychology and her, like, I don't know, just the way that she's able to connect to people without having, like, practice doing that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Without having, like, real
0: (laughs) meaningful social interactions
1: until she's 19, basically.
0: Um... So the reason I thought about this beca- is because um, Birds of Prey just came out like a couple weeks ago,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. three
0: weeks ago now, which was excellent. You should go see it. It's it's a whole yes, lot of fun. I've seen it twice and it's amazing. You'll it'll make you want a bacon egg and cheese real bad. I've, yes. I've made like four of them now at this point at my house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and and honestly, it is a love story between a woman and her breakfast sandwich, and that is yep. very relatable. Yep. <laughs> it is John Wick, but a breakfast sandwich instead of a dog. Yep. Um and um Cassandra Kane has been like a huge topic of conversation, mm-hmm. um, especially among DC fans because people feel like, hey, that's not Cassandra Kane, blah blah blah. Like whatever. Mm-hmm. You can do different interpretations of a character, especially if it's a character of color, because we don't get very many of them, so it's fine. Just mm-hmm. do them. Like they can be mm-hmm. multiple things. They don't have to just be one thing. Anyway, um, my friend Sarah Kuhn wrote a um, I, I I guess it's called a YA comic, um, mm-hmm. called Shadow the Batgirl. You should definitely go read it. It's adorable. It's kind of an origin story of Cassandra Kane, who is Batgirl. If you're not familiar, and she becomes friends with Barbara Gordon, who was also Batgirl at some point, and um, a large part of her origin story, I, I mean, before Sarah's comic, is that she is like raised essentially as an assassin. By her father Mm -hmm. and doesn't have verbal skills because he just never like Mm. teaches her how to talk and 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 he doesn't socialize her. Mm -hmm. And how like she has no verbal skills, like as like a teenager. And so like neglect and like isolation in children is like super detrimental to their development. Like, even in kittens, like you Mm -hmm. need to stimulate everything that they do so that they can Mm -hmm. learn how to interact with the world. Otherwise, they become very sad, very depressed cats. Attachment is like one of the first things kids learn because
1: that is how they get safety is because, you know, babies are dumb and they don't have object permanence and they can't fend for themselves. So who has to take care of them but their parents or their caregivers or guardians or people who have object permanence?
0: (laughs) And, yeah, who <laughs> know that baby's still going to be there? I'm going to come back. Don't worry. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't disappear into another plane yeah. of existence. But, like, you need that to thrive, basically.
0: Yeah. So I feel like we should discuss that in more detail at some point yeah. with Ray and, like, I don't know, kind of race psychology. I feel like that's something that needs to be talked about more. Yeah. Because I feel like the psychology of Kylo Ren and Ben Solo tired has of been it. killed I'm tired of it.
1: He was not neglected. Shut up. I see child neglect Did on an almost wrong. daily basis. <laughs> Shut the fuck
0: up. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love Ben Solo. I am I am a stan of the actual Ben Solo, mm. but he would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was fine. <sighs> anyway, anyway, let let Ray go sledding and sleep with stuffed animals. Um, an actual woman who is making her own decisions and has her own agency gets to decide who she wants to be. And if she wants to do things that are considered childlike, Mm -hmm. that is her prerogative. And you, I mean, it's same, it's a similar situation with like the sex positive movement versus like modesty and, Mm -hmm. um, uh, like covering up and, you know, nudity versus covering up things like that. Like some people are empowered by modesty And some people are empowered by opening up their sexuality and being open with, like, their body and things like that. And so you can't really dictate what one woman is versus, like, what you think she should be because of society and because of, like, what you've been socialized to think about a woman. Like, that's her decision. And I feel like Ray, of all people, would not just – she was not socialized in a normal situation. So it's not Mm -hmm. like she'd just be going along with whatever she was socialized with, you know, like she's going to do what she wants to do because that's the only person she had. Right. So we have a review.
1: We do. I threw a temper tantrum on on our pod account (laughs) while I was waiting for my culvers to be done and delivered to my car about how we don't have any new reviews and I'm tired of it. Like the last one we got was in November and I'm like, I just want attention like isn't that so much to ask and then i looked on our (laughs) thing on apple podcast and i was like oh hey we had a review from february 9th so (laughs) um i still want more because i can never have enough attention uh just ask my partner he will tell you i don't shut the fuck up about wanting attention right babe hey chris (laughs) (laughs) Right? <laughs> <laughs> talking about how much i love attention yes
0: like a lot like speaking to the mic chris christopher jessica Let us speaking to the mic scoop about abby <laughs> speaking to the mic yeah she wants the
1: inside scoop about me
0: <laughs> you crave attention yeah you love attention i love attention. Too <laughs> much
1: attention shut the fuck up i'm like tinkerbell i need applause to live so anyway our review from ramja Or James, in parentheses. (laughs) Uh, The the review is titled, Deep Dives Into Star Wars. Abby and Jess tackle issues of sexism, or as I wrote, sexim. (laughs) Of sexism, racism, misogyny, representation, and toxic fandoms with Grace and... I don't know how to say this word. A plum. A plum? Aplum. I don't <laughs> <All> know. <laughs> the, I don't know. Fucking whatever. All the while never letting you forget how much they love Star Wars and why you should too. Do we love Star Wars?
0: Sometimes.
1: Eh. Just don't kind get Abby it. started on Obi-Wan's Clone Wars jawline or chess about Ewoks. Also, I'll never <laughs> look at ki adi the same way again. <laughs> I forgot. That was an interesting um, Abbey Hill to die on that you picked out, and I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> oh you know what this is my friend this is my friend oh! James thank you James for oh, writing James a review James. I called you out and you listened aww See? <laughs> okay you. so now this
1: is my call to action for my real life friends um Flanagan and Megan what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> write us reviews
0: write us reviews man Justin where is your review I think I called you out last time too why have you not written a review come on yeah. man what the hell Um, Thank you, James. Thank you, James, for listening. Look at... James is a man that listens. (laughs) (laughs) Be more like James, everybody. (laughs) Be more like James. If you enjoyed this episode and any other episode that you've listened to and you have the means to do so, you should join our Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com slash LousyBeautifulTownPod. Pod. We have three levels, $1, $3, $5. You get access to our Discord at all of the levels. Uh, You get stickers. Speaks. (laughs) Yeah, you get sticks. Um, We will have merch at some point when I'm not so depressed. Uh, Mood. What else do you get? Oh, if we get 25 patrons, we will do a live episode, which we're getting close. So you should join and you can join us on a live episode at some point, which I committed Abby to without telling her. So thank you, Abby, for being really nice about that and not being mad.
1: (laughs) I was just thinking about like things we should do either for a live episode or for like a Patreon episode or Patreon episode. Um, We should totally play like the newlywed game or something like that. Oh, my God. (laughs) That'd be so cute.
0: I would love that. Okay, so that's what you all have to look forward to. It's on the list. Mm hmm. And, uh, oh, Abby posts fanfic rec- recommendations I did. in our Discord. She has a whole doc full I of have fanfic.
1: To, I have to update them.
0: Yeah, we talk about like other pop culture stuff, too, like in our spoiler chat. Like We talked about Birds of Prey and how sexy Ewan McGregor is and mm-hmm. how I totally understand like why him and Mary Elizabeth Hinstridge had an affair on the set mm-hmm. of that film because they're mm-hmm. both very hot mm-hmm. and how Abby mm-hmm. was having a bisexual crisis over them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had it again when I saw it again. Yeah. So. Um, and we talk about how DJ Older loves dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And... um, Oh, Abby, what the fuck is this? What? Y'all think Cody and Rex were fucking? <laughs> so this is an insight to what we talk about on Patreon. Think about us when we're on here, but, like, twice as vulgar. So that's what you could get. <laughs>
1: I don't know. They just had some, like, weird chemistry that seemed a little too sexual in this last episode.
0: That's very incestuous, but to be fair... I'm not were... the one
1: who was like, hmm,
0: <laughs> let's do it. I don't think they were either on screen, as far as we know. I'm sure there is a fanfic somewhere <laughs> of something weird, some weird, like, clone shit oh, I'm like this. Oh, sure. Anyway, I feel like for one of our Patreon episodes, we need to do a live reading of one of your fanfics that you've written, by the oh, way. Oh, God. <clears throat> Okay, if
1: we get to, if we get to that twenty five, I we yeah. can do a live reading of some of my fanfics from right. when I was in early high school and late middle school.
0: Yay! I'm so excited. So, <laughs> um, <sighs> I'll whore myself out for money. <laughs> 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 look our hosting dues are, are coming up soon so
1: yeah we're almost at our one year anniversary we are
0: that's so crazy uh-huh. like how did this happen oh. i'm so i'm so proud of us and so you happy <laughs> e. thank you for doing a podcast with me yeah, thank you for doing podcast with me <laughs> thank you for screaming about star wars with me <laughs> 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 and putting your fist through star wars with me
1: <laughs> thank you for putting up with my stupid impressions
0: Um, look, if you wanted to host and open each episode with a Tom Kane impression, I would absolutely support that, and I would give you a stipend (laughs) to support your voice acting impression training. I get a a nickel for every episode. (laughs) Oh
1: my god. Jess is going to pay me an exposure this bitch
0: (laughs) anyway where can people find you on the internet (laughs) Uh, you can find me on twitter at abbymcecilia where can they find you will you make a tiktok of you doing tom kane impressions
1: (laughs) (laughs) also yeah okay listen y'all go on my twitter fucking find my tiktoks they're funny retweet them i spent time on them (laughs) They're really funny. TikTok is a lot of work. Like TikTok is a lot of work, and I made one where I was like really, really, really high that night, and it ended up looking okay.
0: <laughs> I hate when that happens. I know, it's
1: right? so discouraging. I was just like, I was like, I think I'm moving my head a normal amount, and then in the video, it was like me like nodding my head all over the place. <laughs> so, you know, where Wait, can did they you find say you? We could
0: find people could find you?
1: Uh, I did at Abby M Cecilia. Oh, okay, <laughs> I
0: missed that. Where <laughs> <laughs> can they fucking find you? What's your TikTok name? Oh, bitch! Will you answer the question? You can well while you're looking for that, you can find me at Space Jazz with four S in the Jazz. Four S is in the Jazz. So I'm not drunk or anything. Um, I'm really not drunk. I just can't talk.
1: Four is in the. What's your TikTok
0: name? Abby Gleason Five. Why
1: five? I don't know. It's just the assigned name that TikTok gave me.
0: You should call it. I don't know. <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing interesting.
1: I wonder if I can change it.
0: Yeah, you can change it because I changed mine to Space Jess from huh. whatever it was because it was something with my last name, and I was like, nope, that's not happening.
1: No, no.
0: <laughs> you can find this podcast at LBT Pod on Twitter. You can send us an email at lousybeautifultownpod at gmail.com. We're on all the things that you listen to with your ears. Um, again, if you want to be a patron, patron.com slash Um. With that, do a voice. I, do a voice. I was just going
1: to do it, and then he told me to do it. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> <laughs> this is the end of Lousy Beautiful Town. Go fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next time on The Clone Wars. The dead speak.
0: And we mad. And We above. mad. We inky. We inky. <laughs> inky.
1: Hi, chicken. Hi, handsome baby boy. You have a smushy face. You do. He's very handsome. Yay. Yeah. You're very handsome boy.
0: Are you talking to Chuck
1: or Chris?